0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Watches Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And
1: I'm Devin.
0: And today we are going to be t- paying tribute to the late, great Betty White, um, talking about 2009's proposal, a rom com that Devin has never seen. Um, and I feel like he's lived part of. So we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, too close to home. Too yeah. close. Yeah. Um, but besides that how you guys doing it's been a it's been a crazy week for me and I, we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show but how, how was your guys's new Year's celebrations
2: uh as anticlimactic and boring as always and i'm and that's <laughs> kristen and i are not really new year's people unless we're invited somewhere and we're never disappointed if we're not invited It's one of those things where, you know, it's like, "Eh, do you want to go to a party? Has anybody asked you? No. Okay. Let's just go to sleep by 10 like we always do. (laughs) Um, New 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 Year's Day was kind of the same thing. Just kind of, you know, chill more or less. So, yeah, Yeah. it was good. It was good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Mine was nice. Uh, So the the deal here is that I have a, a pretty high like. Comparatively speaking, for London, I have a pretty high-rise flat. I have seven stories under my, the one across the way is ten stories. And we can get up onto their rooftop garden. So we went up onto the rooftop garden. And on on New Year's Eve at midnight, everybody lights up all of these fireworks. And everyone has all of their kind of own little mini fireworks displays. So we got to see a whole bunch of, like, fireworks displays, like, in this whole cool, like, 360 view around us. It's That's cool. so pretty. Yeah, we, we took our dog up there, so he had a special moment this year as well so uh and then new year's day i usually do this thing where uh, my family makes uh pork and sauerkraut i always make fake pork and it's for good luck yeah and i feel like you know what forget it this year i'm making my own luck so i made anything else uh so we'll see how that works out with my luck.
0: (laughs) what did you end up making
1: i made god it was just pizzas i made pizzas like nothing nothing like crazy
0: I usually yeah. do the I usually do the pork and sauerkraut thing too. Uh, we were at an Airbnb with my wife's friends from Penn State, and they didn't do pork and sauerkraut. I'm like, that's fine. They don't. I don't have to have pork and sauerkraut. But lunch on New Year's Day was uh, soup and sandwiches. And I'm not a big tomato soup fan, and I was definitely, but I definitely could not eat chicken noodle soup on New Year's Day because uh, <laughs> chickens scratch backwards, and it's bad luck to have chicken on New Year's Day.
1: Is that a thing? That's a thing,
0: yeah. It's a superstition. I I was like, I'm not eating chicken noodle soup, so I went to Five Guys. Uh, I love it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Wait, you got tomato soup from Five Guys?
0: No, I went to Five Guys and got Oh, you just got Five Guys. Yeah, Yeah, I just got Five Guys. I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling soup uh i'm a so, bit hungover so i want i want five guys
2: so just so just like christmas i'm discovering like new traditions like i've got to be the most boring person in the world like when it comes to christmas you guys were talking about all of your like stuff that you guys do yeah. i'm 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 I am your boring generic Christmas morning stuff that happens like none of this other stuff. And then new Year's same thing. Like I've never done any of this other type of stuff like tradition. Thing. So,
0: so we were muted that whole time. I guess Streamlabs did not unmute us until just now. So thank you friend of the show Romana for, uh, for pointing that out. Let's just get back into this uh, from here. Let's did start, we at least look
1: cool when we were muting?
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, we already started the show and we have it recorded, yeah. so uh, we'll keep that for later. Uh, and I'll just fix it and post for YouTube, I guess. <laughs> um, I'll just have to take it down. Uh, I'm making more work for myself. It's it's been a week. Hey everybody, welcome to the Watches Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm
1: Ryan, and I'm Devin,
0: and we're trying this again. Um, Let's do it. So yeah, uh, I don't think we really need to get in. Like we all had a good New Year's. That's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Devin nice. made pizza, I had a burger. Ryan, what did you do? I eat? did nothing.
2: <laughs> I did nothing. I mean I, I don't really uh, um sushi.
1: Oh, that sounds good though.
2: Uh McDonald's. Actually, no, I guess New Year's Day is kind of like there's no such thing as calories for Kristen yeah. and I. And that's the one day of the year that like we like get fast food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner wonderful pretty much so yeah okay so th- th- there is something that we do
1: it's <laughs> a good tradition i like that yeah. i mean let yeah. yourself have that day
0: yeah okay uh well i guess so if, if you if you're just tuning in or just now hearing what we're talking about today we will be paying tribute to the late great betty white uh by having we had Devin watch the uh 2009 film the proposal with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Um, and yeah, and we've got a lot of other Betty white things to talk about. Originally today was supposed to be, uh, I make the guys watch MacGruber. Uh, that did not happen. Uh, when I heard John Madden passed away, I was like, Oh, we're going to watch the one movie John Madden was in. And, um, (laughs) That was the plan for the show, and then Betty White passed away. Ah, I guess we got to do that one big movie Betty White was in. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, besides the Betty White stuff that we've all that we're going to get into later, have you guys watched anything recently?
2: No, I um, I have actually. Uh, antlers. Have you guys heard of it before now, or hold on? Is the-
1: is that the one with the guy Daniel Radcliffe?
2: Or am I thinking of
0: horns? No, you're thinking, you're thinking, of, thinking horns. of horns. Yeah.
2: Dang it. Then no, I have no idea. Yeah, a Horny yeah. Okay. Bastard.
0: <laughs>
2: so Antlers is a 2021 like horror suspense movie that is actually very interesting. Um, it's all based around a like uh, native legend. It takes place in Oregon. And oh it's it's actually really good. Uh, Kristen and I like to like ask 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 each other like on a 10 point scale how we mm-hmm. felt about it. She was a nine I was an eight Wow on it and only because the ending was a little bit too like not predictable but a little too like oh man you couldn't have done this a little bit better the story was so good like it was one of those sure. things um, but what it is is that there's it's a premise of like uh, possession. Okay. But not Catholic, you know, uh, possession, more native possession. Um, and this thing goes around eating people. <laughs> um, and it all has to do with, uh, a family and there's a teacher involved and her brother's like the town sheriff. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people in it, surprisingly. <clears throat> uh, the cast is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Okay. I really, really do.
1: I mean, from what you said, it sounds like there's a lot of, like, good horror movie tropes in there, like town oh, yeah. sheriff who's, like, good guy and going to get to the bottom of it. There's, like, you know, potential family relationship problems probably where the hauntings are happening. Like, it sounds... I mean, it sounds
2: interesting. Um, And the one thing I will tell you to kind of let you know just a little bit how far this movie goes, the possession... The end game is that the person's body is basically a cocoon. Weird. Hmm. the The effects are amazing, and they do actually show the thing eventually. So it's not just like teasing you throughout the whole movie and never shows you what the thing looks like. They do eventually show. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. Because I've seen bird box before and
1: I've gotten burned.
2: Yeah. No. This is. I would. No. I would. I would say antlers is better than bird box. That's easy to do, man. <laughs> I know it's easy to do, but there was a lot of hype around bird box. There was just a had lot to bring hype, up. Yeah. Bird
0: box, it's like it's the Betty White show, not the Sandra Bullock show. that's the <laughs> box out of it. Um, I have I didn't pull any posters for anything, but I I finally watched uh, No Sudden Moves on HBO. The Don Cheadle Benicio del Toro Brendan Fraser movie. Yeah. Uh, I was confused. Uh, I really oh, no, enjoyed I- it, and I, I was like, "This is a this is a the the, the camera work was interesting to me because uh, the way they used anamorphic lenses was bizarre to me because the image really warped in the background when the camera's moving with them, and I was like, "Is this an intentional choice? Like, why are they doing this?" And it was an intentional choice. It was a it was it was a choice, and I. <laughs> it was distracting at first but then i got used to it um but i absolutely love everyone in this film uh it was a lot of fun and uh i highly recommend it i'd say we do it for the show but you guys watched it like because i made you but i don't remember making you
1: yeah we've all seen it now yeah
0: so we can't do it for the show but um, (laughs) i also watched the the death to 2021
1: did you like it which was
0: it was phenomenal it was yeah. Um, so I need to check those out every year, but other than that, I've kind of just been watching Betty white stuff. Oh, have you? Mm hmm. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, SNL re aired the episode that she hosted in 2010 uh-huh. on Saturday night. Uh, I think we're, we're going to get into our tribute now for, uh, for Betty white, um, Good. SNL re aired the episode that she hosted with, uh, for, for mother, for mother's day back in 2010. Uh, Where they brought in like all of the the female greats from SNL. So Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, they all came back uh, and like just to to help Betty White a little bit. But not that Betty White needed the help. Um, It was also like give the rest of the cast like a a week off, I guess. Uh, And I forgot how stacked SNL was in 2010. Uh, uh, Fred Armisen, Bill Hader. Jason Sudeikis, uh Kristen Wig, um uh Magruber, uh Will Forte, that's his name. <laughs> Will Kenan, Forte. Keenan was still there back then. Uh he's still there now. He's I think Keenan's the only one who's still there. Bobby Moynihan was still in the feature oh, cast like it was a phenomenal group of people and like just seeing Betty White um Act with those people, and then all the SNL greats like Molly Shannon and Anna Gasteyer uh, doing the uh, the. Everyone loves my muffins s- sketch. Like instead of the sweaty balls, it was my muffins. Um, I I I absolutely love that episode. Um What about you guys? What have you been like? When you think of Betty White, what do you think of?
1: I feel like I have the worst possible association with Betty White because uh, i might. have a weird one uh it's it's mama's family uh yeah. which i i don't know that anyone knows about and and was shocked to hear that you were like at least familiar with it so mama's family is this like sitcom that i don't know aired in the past but i have this really weird special connection to it where i don't know if you knew this about me alan but every day before i got on our collective bus to go to our school you would watch I would... mama's family an hour of Mama's Family mm-hmm. before I got on the bus. Not because I liked Mama's Family, not because I wanted to watch Mama's Family, but because that's what my grandma wanted to watch. And I just sat there waiting for the bus with her.
0: I, I did know this because um, <laughs> there were several times where I would miss our bus and just my um. parents would drive me to your house because it was further along the bus route. And I... you would just be watching Mama's Family when I got there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But it is always on TV like and it was yeah. just on. So, it's just, I mean, I have seen probably every episode of Mama's Family three or four times now because it happened every year at high school. So, like, this is what I know Betty White from and she's phenomenal in it. I hate the show, but she's phenomenal.
0: Ryan, how about you? What do you what is your Betty White go to? Uh, this is
1: Lake Placid. <laughs> Hold on. Where... I've never seen Lake Placid. What is she in this?
2: It is a movie I'm going to be having you guys watch uh, right. here soon. Um, yeah. She plays, and the memes are out there, so, so I'm just going to say it. So Lake Placid is a movie where a like 25-foot alligator winds up in a lake in Maine. And they're trying to figure out why it's there, how it got so big. And it turns out that Betty White and her late husband, who was eaten by the thing, um, were taking care of it and she lies to the cops, she lies to the characters trying to save it and she cusses out a few cops in the movie. It's hysterical. And then and then and then there's a scene where she leads a cow blindfolded down to the edge of the lake to feed it. <laughs> um
0: yeah, that's the picture and, we have up now is her leading the cow down. Yeah. Um
2: one of my favorite lines or scenes of it is One of my favorite clean lines that she has, um, or scenes, is when she's describing how she killed her husband um, Mm -hmm. because she couldn't take him anymore. So she hit him over. No, no. he was suffering and he was sick. So he asked her to to kill him, and so she took a skillet and. Uh, and bashed him over the head and buried him under the bulkhead. And then he tells the cops, you can dig him up, he's there. And, of course, she's (laughs) lying because she's trying to protect the fact that the alligator ate him because she she, she doesn't want the cops to, like, kill the alligator. Um, That was my first real, like, that's Betty White, and, like, she's from this, she's from Golden Girls. And so, like, that's my connection to Betty White. And, like, that's, like, whenever I think of Betty White, I just think of her, you know trying to save the alligator in lake placid
0: the uh, <laughs> your description of lake placid reminds me of her she had a arc on the show boston legal which stars a bunch of star trek people it's got um william shatner oh, that was boston on it. legal yeah. yeah um yeah it's got william shatner and james spader as the head two head lawyers of this law firm but betty white was on as a uh as a client of theirs um who fell into a relationship with this man named bernard i think it uh, doesn't really matter but he had gotten off the lawyers had gotten him off on a murder charge uh mm-hmm. even though he he did it like they got him off and she was dating him and then she just comes in he's like yeah uh he was a murderer so i killed him and like what? does it like the most betty white way she like whacks him with a with a frying pan and it's yeah. a great Arc, it's a great show if you haven't watched Boston Legal. Uh, mm. I highly recommend it because the chemistry between William Shatner and James Bader is phenomenal. Um, but I also know Betty White from the Golden Girls, and we're gonna get into that. Mm. But for me, it's she has a great two episode joke on The Simpsons. Um, so it, the first time Betty White appears on The Simpsons, she's running the PBS like telethon telethon fundraiser mm-hmm. uh, that Homer is annoyed at that is interrupting his show. And so he calls in and makes the donation. So they'll just bring the show back. And he thinks he does it anonymously anonymously. But then Betty White's like, and thanks to tracking systems, we're able to say that our anonymous donor was, was Homer J. Simpson, a 42 evergreen <laughs> terrorist. He's like, don't, why did I? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the better joke is like, a few seasons later when Homer becomes a paparazzo, he's going mm. around taking photos of all the celebrities in Springfield. He's like, no one will stop it. No one's no celebrity will stop and let me take their picture. Uh, yeah. They're all ignoring me. And then Betty White just walks up, up to him on the street. Like, Oh, hi Homer. How How's Marge? How's Maggie? Uh, and like,
1: <laughs>
0: like, like it is like having a really nice conversation with Homer. And he, he like snaps her a picture quick. And he, she's like, Oh, thanks for taking my picture. Uh, here's a if you want it signed. Here's a pre-stamped and uh, addressed envelope to send it in, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I think is just a fantastic joke uh, and and like pure Betty White like that. If a celebrity who was on The Simpsons was going to do that, it probably would be Betty White. Um, but the the big the big thing that we all know her from uh, is The Golden Girls. Um, as you can see, uh, the, this is not my stuff. This is all my wife's. <laughs> uh, at least most of it is. Um, it, can be, it can be your stuff. I love that. Moment. You, it, yeah, that is,
1: that is perfect. Yeah.
0: Um, so she played Rose Island on the Golden Girls. She was the last cast member of the Golden Girls um, to pass away. Uh, so there mm-hmm. were a lot of memes I saw over the weekend of – uh, they're all gathering for cheesecake in heaven right now. I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. Like, P. <laughs> Arthur did not like Betty White. <laughs> like they did, like they did not really? get along. Oh yeah, they they had some falling oh. outs. like, um, yeah. So I don't think I don't think it it it's as it was as peace, peaceful on that set as uh people would like to think it was. But what what do you like, Devin? You watch a lot of Mama's Family. What's your familiarity yeah. with the Golden Girls?
1: It almost felt like it was like a rival TV program and it was just not allowed in our house. I think I like, I know the theme song because everyone knows the theme song. Uh, but I think that's all I know from it. I don't think I've seen even a second of it.
0: Devin, can you uh, sing me the theme song? I'm blanking on it right now.
1: Thank you for being a brand. Travel down the road and back again. I, I think they say the word confident real weird. They go confidant. And in mm-hmm. that always do, yeah. I think about it sometimes. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, okay. I don't know why either, but uh yeah. Ryan, how about you? What's your connection to Golden Girls?
2: I I'm sorry, I'm stuck on Devin and confidant, the confidant and con- <laughs> why? But, but, like that's an actual like thing. Like yeah. you're my yeah. confidant. Like
1: Yeah, but, but they meant to say the word confident and they say it like the other word confidant are you
2: sure that they were supposed to mean the other pronunciation? Oh, yeah, I don't, think that that,
0: I don't think they meant the other pronunciation because that doesn't really make it sense went... in the words of the song.
2: Yeah, it'd be like you're my confidant
1: or something like that or yeah. you're all my confidants. Like, I don't think you can be a... Like, I don't think you could be confidant. And it's not... Yeah, confident someone to fight in, confide in. Like, it's like somebody that you can confide in. Like, yeah i mean okay. i i'll have to your heart is it. true
0: you're a friend and a confidant
1: oh and a confidant yeah oh yeah. wow boy did i mishear that word then
2: never mind okay so yeah because
0: you're a um, pal and a confidant because, i'm sorry chat's correct because yeah.
2: because those are two different definitions almost for like they pronunciation are. that's why i'm like i don't think they would keep the song the same for as many seasons as they had it if yeah if, if they if like misspelled a word exactly so but my connection to golden girls is just it randomly being on some nights when i'm flipping through the channels and i yeah. stop and watch it i mean there there was never a bad episode there was never an episode where the jokes don't stop and it's one of those things where it was a show i never searched out for to watch but it was a show that if it was happening to be on and it was like a sad and it was a weekday and i'm home i would leave it on yeah so okay
0: Uh, so I have a surprise for the show. Do we want to do it now or do we want to do it later?
1: I I want to know what it is.
0: Today is also national trivia day. (gasps) So I have some, uh, golden girls trivia we can get into before we get into today's main topic. Yes. Good. Uh, I don't know how I also have
1: my own piece of trivia too.
0: Okay. I don't know how Devin's going to do considering he's never watched the show. Um, I'll be fine, but your first question is what was the name of the character featured as the girl's cook in just one episode?
1: Charlotte Mcfadden.
0: Uh that is incorrect. Ryan, would you like Dang to, it. would you like to steal?
2: Um <laughs> you cut out for like 5 seconds there so all I heard was cook.
0: Yeah, what was the name like, of the cook in the in the in the pilot episode? I'll even give you that. Hint. Oh,
2: I I have no idea. Yeah. I don't even Wait. think I've seen ever seen the pilot episode. So
0: so in the pilot episode, the Golden Girls have a cook, a very flamboyant uh-huh. cook who works for them in the kitchen. Is like very sassy. Uh, he disappears after one episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. What's his name? Coco.
1: Coco. That's yeah, a, that's a good sassy character name.
0: Yeah okay well each of the main actresses eventually won an emmy for her role which actress won first
1: betty white no 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 it's gotta be um i hate that she played blanche
0: b arthur
2: b arthur it's b arthur
0: it was betty white for playing rose
2: (laughs) dang it i just threw that out there i had no idea
0: i always
1: picture it's weird i always picture b arthur is like the bigger of the stars i guess of the two of them am i wrong is it because she was on the 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 star wars holiday episode and that's why i think she's a bigger star
0: (laughs) yes probably uh (laughs) i mean uh betty white was on the mary tyler moore show but no it was Mm -hmm. the star wars christmas special that put b arthur ahead of her
1: (laughs) yeah i had a feeling
0: yeah um Which golden girl claimed to have fifty-six boyfriends in one year?
1: Oh, I know this one. It's (laughs) the—I don't know her name. It's the older one, the oldest one. Yeah,
0: Sophia. Amad? Is
1: it Sophia? Sophia. Sophia.
0: No, it was Rose. No, it wasn't. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) in Saint Olaf, they got around. Uh... (laughs) Which golden girl appeared on an episode of Blossom? Whoa! I
2: have no idea. What's blossom? Is it it, it Betty White?
0: No, that it was Sophia. Uh. Blossom was the um, uh, Mayim Bialik show from the '90s with Joey Lawrence. She wore funny hats. It's where Mayim Bialik was a a child star. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and Mayim Bialik. She's hosting Jeopardy now.
2: Oh, no, i haven't seen jeopardy in y- y- years so i mean right. hang on oh i had no idea that they actually picked someone official for for that yet
0: she's one of them oh uh, wow.
2: okay hmm. <laughs> ryan's impressed i i i don't know these people <laughs> i don't
0: <laughs> okay well wh- what why was runner the- i'm sorry why was the runner up disqualified from Saint Olaf's women's Women of the Year Award, resulting in Rose taking the award?
1: She slept with the
2: judges. One of the judges.
0: Ryan, what is your guess?
2: Uh, I don't She used Pine Tar? I I I don't know. <laughs> she had
0: she had a skeleton in her closet. Her husband.
2: Uh wait, really?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to watch this show.
2: Like I said, Devin, it's a good show. I just haven't seen it. Like I haven't, you know, I've seen random spots of random episodes.
1: Well, here's so. my only golden girls trivia in go the ahead, UK. It. it is on Disney plus making the Meech a Disney princess.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, last question tying back okay. into something we talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, what was the title of the golden girls golden spinoff?
1: Oh my gosh, I actually used to know this one. Shoot, now I'm actually really mad at myself.
2: Dusty girls?
1: <laughs>
2: that hurts.
0: I get it because they're old. Uh-
1: <laughs> 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 it was it was just one of them, right? Like they only followed one of them in this minute. No,
0: they followed 3 oh. of them. 3 of the 4 came back.
1: I don't know. What is it?
0: the Golden Palace starring really? Rose Blanche and Sophia. B Arthur didn't come back, but they had Cheech Marin and Don Sheedle join the cast.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay.
0: That's a thing that happened. Is um, it good? I've It has its moments. Like there's a whole thing with Don Sheetle and Blanche talking about the Confederate flag like back oh wow like when that came up a few years ago a lot like that clip resurfaced and people were talking about it like yeah they were we've been having this conversation for a while now like Mm -hmm. um but golden girls was always good with with uh like dealing with heavy material like they would have very special episodes i remember uh one that sticks out to me is one where rose uh may have been affected with HIV. So they deal a lot with oh, HIV wow. and like making, like handling it in a way that they're like debunking myths and rumors about it. Um, And it was like very well, like as, as ditzy and dumb as the Rose character was on golden girls, mm-hmm. Betty white gave a great performance in that episode. And uh, like, they were great performances by all of the women all around um i i I think you definitely should give golden girls a shot there devon
1: especially if it's on disney plus yeah well the more i keep hearing about it the more it sounds like it just holds up like it's not like friends that like just kind of i mean it really doesn't hold up sometimes like i heard golden girls definitely does
2: yeah i mean there's a Look at all the merchandise there is. Look at all of the stuff people buy that are our age. I mean, I mean, yeah. Not just that, like shirts and posters, and you know, you, you go on to like you know millennial owned like novelty t you know uh, t uh, shirt websites. Mm-hmm. You'll find a handful of Golden Girl shirts that have quotes and you know uh, and silhouettes on them. Yeah, I. This is yeah.
0: And then next Almost time you no. come to town, we can play either Golden Girls Clue or Golden Girls Monopoly. I did Hold not on, have...
1: how is there Golden Girls Clue?
0: So instead of murder, you have to solve mm-hmm. who so- who ate the cheesecake. <laughs> because the big so- thing, the big thing in Golden Girls, they would always gather around the kitchen table and eat cheesecake together.
1: So is it like different eating utensils? Like it was Blanche in the bathroom with the spork or something.
0: I don't know. I have not played it. I just haven't
1: played it. Okay. We're playing it when I'm back in town. Yeah. The
0: answer is always
2: Sophia. (laughs) Good.
0: Picture it. Sicily 1918. Yeah. Uh, All right. um, So one thing. Oh, uh, The other thing I wanted to talk about, because uh, like I said before, we were supposed to watch MacGruber for today. When I was watching the SNL special or episode with Betty White, I forgot that she was in a sketch with MacGruber playing MacGruber's grandmother. And I sent it to you guys. Did you guys give that a watch?
1: I did. And it made me want to watch
2: the whole Betty White episode. I did watch it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Just imagine the MacGruber bits. For, like, a two hour movie. Like, that's what you have to look forward to. Minus oh, Betty White. I'd like that. But McGruber. Like, it's coming.
2: I'd like it. I would like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to drink heavily.
0: <laughs> <laughs> McGruber! Uh, I,
2: I don't find it. <laughs> I didn't I'm sorry I'm sorry I did not laugh once when I was watching that YouTube clip I am sorry I'm
1: sorry see I grew up thinking MacGyver was the coolest thing in the world because I was like that like clever like here's a chocolate bar and a ball of twine and I made a helicopter like I thought that was really cool and I love there's a parody of the thing I thought was cool I
2: grew up around people parents Mm -hmm. family who always made fun of MacGyver so to me it's been a joke since day one
1: and then this is taking that joke too far.
2: And this is just kind of yeah, to me this is just like okay, yeah, though no, I wired I was like of all of the things like if it was up to me, I would have mm-hmm. scrapped a movie about making fun of MacGyver and made a movie making fun of A-Team. They did that, right?
0: They No, have you not They okay. made
2: an A-Team movie and I've seen that. But they have not done a McGoober style parody of A Team.
0: I'll say this, and this is all I'm going to say on the topic before we move on. You need to see McGoober, the movie, because it may be that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch it anyway. It's not just him trying to defuse a bomb for two hours. It's a little more. No, bit I of figured it wouldn't yeah. be
2: like. I, I was, no, there's I definitely. I figured it wouldn't be that. There's definitely
0: an a team parody aspect to the, uh, MacGruber movie. And I cannot wait to make you watch that. Uh, Okay. Devin, if you want to make that your pick for next week, I'm fine with it. You can steal it. It
1: might, it might Uh, be, it very well might be. All
0: right. Unless you can come up with a tie in for scream. Um,
1: no, no, I can't. All right. (laughs) But today's
0: main topic is the 2009 film starring Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, the proposal that had a, one of the, I, uh, where Betty White had one of her biggest film roles. Um, we mm-hmm. talked a bit before about Lake Placid, and we were originally going to do a triple feature, but because of time constraints, we didn't have time to watch three movies for today. Uh, Devin, what was your pick going to be for this?
1: <laughs> Mine was going to be Ponyo. It's the uh, the Miyazaki classic. She plays a voice in that.
0: Yeah, uh, she's also a voice actress in the Lorax. Uh, but today we're talking about The Proposal where uh, Betty White played Grandma Annie, and we can get into that a little bit later. But in the film The Proposal, a pushy boss forces her young assistant to marry her in order to keep her visa status in the U.S. and avoid deportation to Canada. Um, the weirdest thing about watching this movie for me recently is that Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is the Canadian and I, I, <laughs> right. it, that kind of took me out. Like I didn't know that in 2009, but now he's like all Canada all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was like, I remember watching this movie when it came out on DVD. I think like my mom had rented it from blockbuster one weekend. Uh, so I saw it that way. Um, Ryan, what's your history with the proposal?
2: Uh, Kristen and I watched it once, like back in 2011 or 2012. And so I don't remember watching this. She does, so supposedly we watched it. I have no memory of it. <laughs> um, so watching this was kind of like rewatching it for like the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I as romantic comedies go, it's not in my top ten. I'll put it that way, okay. The, to be honest, yeah. And we'll we'll get, get, get we'll get into that later. And okay. you guys know how I am about movies and stuff. I don't wanna like rag on it. So mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, Devin, since you're you're kind of new to the this is about the third or fourth rom com we've had you watch on the show. Yeah. What did you think of the proposal?
1: Absolutely loved it. I, I loved the hook. I liked the characters. I, I thought I mean, as you mentioned a little bit earlier when I think we were muted, I lived part of this movie. <laughs> so I, like, immediately had that, like, personal connection. I was like, oh, I know what they're doing. Uh, I, no, I thought it was great. I, I was all on board for all of it. And, like, even the, like, romantic comedy parts of it where, like, you kind of knew, like, all right, am I going to do that? Like, I still liked and I still thought they did well, even though, like, yeah, it, it subverted my expectations in some ways, which I thought was really cool. Uh, and, yeah, I'll, I'll, of course, get into all of that. But, no, there was, there was some weird problematic parts, but otherwise aces great job
0: yeah um so Devin, i know you're a fan of the office yeah uh how do you feel about seeing that much of oscar
1: loved it absolutely i i howled like i think Romano was like doing something in the other room and she heard me be very loud and i was like oscar's a stripper now i guess (laughs) and a waiter and everything else
0: he's just your every man you know what he's not though an accountant
1: a U.S. citizen oh no he's not also Although, a U.S. citizen uh
0: I, I don't know uh did you watch the whole <laughs> the whole post credit uh right okay
1: yeah he was doing uh, the I didn't know what his status was it was great though
0: uh just catching up with the chat um there are a couple episodes HIV episodes of Golden Girls and the other one had a kid in Sophia that's a good one to watch it's a very special episode uh, Betty White was also one of the best parts of *Ladies Man*. Uh, I don't know if a, I've seen that. It's a sitcom with Alfred Molina that Betty White plays his mom on. Oh, fun! Because they they because uh, they're related. They 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 look related. Um, <laughs> and then to the windows. We'll talk. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have yeah. to talk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Where do we want to start with this? Devin, you want to talk a little bit about your real life immigration experience?
2: Yeah, then, let's,
1: let's do, that. Let's do so, that. Yeah, so I've gone through this process before. I mean, obviously, I haven't gone through somebody faking it with me. I've gone through the real one. Um, I, I really, really like the whole like how they portrayed the whole like, oh, you're getting deported. Well, let's do a, a quickie wedding. And then they like had to fill out the fiance visa, which I've done before. And then they had to do, like, the interview, which I'm still waiting for after five years. Um, so, like, there were parts of it that I thought were, like, you know, definitely expedited for the movie to be funny and to be, like, yeah. But we're, I mean, we're still going through the process. And, and it's it's just so funny because it's so, like, it's so visceral because it's been five years of my life trying to go through, the, if not longer, trying to go through this process and literally thousands of dollars. And I'm like, yeah, give me a movie that shits all over it, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So you have, so even after five years, you haven't had to go through the whole interview process.
1: We got a, so before we left for the UK, we got an- a letter saying that they will be scheduling it soon and that we will be getting a letter, letting us know when will be, when it will be scheduled, but we still haven't gotten that letter yet. Okay. So it'll happen. And do you- I'm just as worried as they were.
0: How much do you think that's COVID and how much do you think of that as just bureaucratic uh, slacking?
1: Red tape. I I think it's a bit of both, honestly, because they're months and months and months behind, particularly when we filed it. We were in L.A. and L.A. just has a lot of people filing for visas there. So we're in one of the more backed up places in the world. Um, But also, I mean, covid completely shut the government down.
0: Yeah. Also in the chat, it looks like your your wife is saying they don't do interviews anymore.
1: Oh, well, never mind then. (laughs) My stress is gone See, genuinely my stress because i know a lot about her obviously yeah. like i've seen her family and, and i could probably answer most of the questions but some of me is worried that they'll ask some of the kinds of questions they asked in the post credit scene of this movie where it like seemingly has nothing to do with anything like what's your favorite color outside of the house like i don't know
0: yeah uh, i was gonna say if you wanted to speed things along just make it look like you're committing fraud because it's that they seem to jump right on that <laughs> they um, had
1: like the agent following them. It's like, come on. So
0: just out of curiosity, do you guys have an immigration lawyer or do you just go through the whole thing yourself?
1: We did it ourselves. I did a Leslie Nope style immigration binder and mailed it to them. Um yeah, they're apparently three years behind on the cases right now, so there's a lot of bureaucracy, but when I sent it to them, it was a binder like this thick of like Every one of our correspondents from when we started meeting, when I met her, when I would fly over, I had the tickets and the airline receipts. I had like an index and in like a you know table of contents letting them know exactly what it was. I had an explainer page before each and every one of our documents. Like I tried to make this thing as easy as possible for them. Stupid.
0: Did did you get your promotion? <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> it killed me. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't. Be, I I can believe that they're three years behind. Because, um, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure COVID hasn't helped with that. So, uh, no, it's interesting. Like, because as I was watching this, I was like, I wonder what uh, either Devin's gonna really like this or he's gonna hate this. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you liked it just for that aspect alone. Loved it. Um, what do you guys think of the chemistry between Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock?
2: Uh, that's what I had the problem with. That's what I Ooh, problem. tell me. I do not like their chemistry in this. Okay, so uh, this is, was is something... It... Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. i keep on going.
1: Well, this is something I was thinking about with it, because in a lot of it, they don't have chemistry. And they... I mean, but, but kind of on purpose, right? Like, she's supposed to be guarded, and he's supposed to be a bit, you know, ugh, I hate that I'm doing this about it all.
2: Well it's not that because that because that's purposely done like that's written into the movie that's what the point is you know these two people like butting heads like that's that's fine and they did their parts well I mean Mm -hmm. you're talking about Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock they're two you know topless actors they know what they're doing but when it but you, when it comes to these type of movies what really gets me in a romantic comedy is if the two actors can really pull off working with each other regardless if they're supposed to like each other or not in in you know whatever given scene and i just didn't feel that throughout this entire movie regardless of what scene it was in it was just like Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock working together I didn't get any real connection between like when it came to them working with each other, which is upsetting because I really like Sandra Bullock and I really Mm -hmm. like Ryan Reynolds. And I think that's why this movie I didn't remember seeing it because I Mm kind of saw it and forgot it.
0: So part of me wonders, because in my mind, Sandra Bullock usually plays like a Ryan Reynolds type. Like they both play like the same kind of sarcastic, uh, kind of fast talking under their breath uh, sarcasm characters and i think when you get them both together it it does kind of it doesn't mesh well because they're both kind of playing off of themselves and you don't really have that straight man.
2: True, yeah, because well even when she plays straight and i'm going to use a movie that she was in uh called The Heat with uh Melissa McCarthy. And to be honest, if the heat had a male cast instead of a female cast, I really feel like Sandra Bullock's character as a male would, would be best played by Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Alan, you're right. They're pretty much, you know, they've, they've got the same comedic style. And I think that's, and I really think that might be my problem with it.
0: Yeah. And it's not like Sandra Bullock's really and her role is really going for the laughs here. Uh and I think yeah. I think if you gender swap this it would work just as well. Like you and I think you would still have the same problem cuz I can see them mm-hmm. both playing both of these roles. Yeah. Um meanwhile Craig T. Nelson can only play the dad. Uh. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And plus uh some little side funny things. Whenever they were showing the mom, I couldn't help but wait for her to start yelling at someone because of stepbrothers. Yep. So there's that. Um, but Betty White in this was great. And I know we'll get to that, but yeah. I mean, to me, like, no, that's why we're my, here.
0: That's why we're here. Yeah, I know. So
2: my favorite moments of the movie was when Betty White was doing, you know, the whole grandma stuff, especially with like the blanket. And they're were like, we're just going to put this over, you know, yep. here. Yep. Um, and then when they're doing the end credit stuff, when they're doing the questions at the end, like those two parts of the film were my favorite pretty much.
0: Devin, was yeah, there anything anything in here that stood out to you? Uh,
1: as, as far as Betty White's concerned, I mean, or, all or... of it. I I, <laughs> I I liked I liked most of her stuff. There was a subplot that they threw in with her that I didn't love, but I understand why it was there because of how it paid off with like the dress and the like the the thing that she got and the whole like needing permission to marry and those kinds of things. Like they they did genuinely try to pay it off and not not make that one weird subplot as weird as it could have been but I, I really liked her. I mean, I thought she was the most interesting family member for me to watch. I think like I loved her at like the, the strip club. Like I thought that was <laughs> a fun place to put her like, no, I, I, yeah, she was great. She really was.
0: Yeah. Uh, she really still like outside of Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, she steals this movie. Like, mm-hmm. um, Mary Seenburgen's just kind of there with her in every scene. Uh, and, and like lets Betty White do her thing It's not like she's like competing for screen time With Betty White she's like I'm just going to let you do your thing Like this is and it It shows like Betty White Has some of the funniest lines like When they're trying on the dress like and She's like oh I guess I was a bit uh, Bustier than you are And uh, <laughs> it did, didn't Help that I was pregnant at the time too <laughs> <laughs> And the dress is Just fitting uh, Sandra Bullock like an, A piece of elephant skin um mm-hmm. uh what do you guys think about the uh the scene in the woods with Betty White and Sandra Bullock
2: that was uncomfortable yeah I didn't like it I didn't I know <laughs> it, it was I I again
1: I understand why they did that because it was they they made it that that was genuinely her heritage it was like one eighth yeah tribal or something whatever the tribe was one eighth of it and I like that she was then able to say, you know, because my grandpa was this, I think it was Russian, and my grandma was part of that tribe, like they needed permission to marry, you were in a very similar situation. And that ended up being like kind of the sage words of advice that turned Sandra Bullock around. I think they could have done that without playing up a Native American ritual for laughs. Yeah. I think that's i think that's my big problem with it.
0: Mm-hmm. We've come a long way in uh, the last 13 years.
1: We have yeah. um,
0: beyond that, though, I think she still has some of the the best parts of this movie. I love mm-hmm. the fact that she fakes a heart attack to uh, <laughs> yeah. get on a plane yeah. to get to the airport to help him try to stop her from leaving at the end. Um, OK,
1: this subverted my expectation. I actually liked this part. Because I thought, oh, okay, they're now on the plane. They're going to go to the airport. He's going to catch her on the runway. Because of course, this plane's going to be the one that you walk on the tarmac to go up and not cross the bridge, or not cross the jetway. And it didn't happen. And I actually really liked that because I pictured like this big romantic scene in an air, like you know, in front of an airplane or something. And, and it didn't happen. That's great to me. Yeah, that
2: that and it also grounded it in a bit of reality because in no way is that ever going to happen. Right. It's just, but, it's not going to happen no matter what you try to do.
1: But see, those are the kinds of things that really, really turn me off from rom-coms is the end, like, big romantic gesture that has to happen either feels incredibly contrived because it's something that would never happen, but the logic of this movie somehow warped itself to make it work, or who cares about logic? They're on the top of the Empire State Building and also for some reason Shaquille O'Neal's there and, and fireworks are going off. Like, that's, that to me, that's every rom-com, like... End of Act Three, basically, and I'm glad they didn't do it.
0: Yeah,
1: apparently that was a hot take. You guys really cared about <laughs> no, that no, one. no,
0: no, no, no. I I I agree with you. Like it, it does subvert. Like it, this movie does play with the uh, expectations of a rom com a bit. Like you have, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Reynolds as the the assistant. Where mm-hmm. usually, like in a rom com, it would be the other way around. Like, I'm pretty sure Sandra Bullock did one where she was working for Hugh Grant and, like, they fell in love. I think that and was it was, two, like, just two, this movie. Two weeks nervous, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, this film does play with those a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of other comedies that came out in 2009. and The only one I can think of is The Hangover. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, So which which role is more iconic? Betty White as the grandmother in The Proposal or or, um, Zach Galifianakis as Alan in The Hangover?
1: (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I know what I want my answer to be. I want my answer to be Betty White because I like the role, I think, better than I like what Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover has become. Yeah. But that's just, that's my personal preference.
0: And I, this movie really started a Betty white trend that went on and it's still going, especially like like with her passing. I don't think without this movie, it would be as big of a deal as it was this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, because after this, you had the Facebook petition to get her to host SNL. Uh, she had a new show hot in Cleveland that aired on TV land for several years. She was showing up in other movies. Um, like it really like kicks like jump-started her career again for the last 10 years and i don't Mm -hmm. think i don't think you'd have that without her role in this
1: yeah and and, i mean weirdly enough it was also the snickers commercial that did it for me too you guys remember that one
0: yeah i remember that one it's a classic Playing
1: football yeah love it
0: um (laughs) If you can, I definitely recommend checking out the SNL, at least her monologue where she talks about the Facebook petition. And, like, it's weird because I forgot the musical guest was Jay-Z. Oh. She's like, Jay-Z is here. And that feels weird to say. Like, I've never had to say that before, but it is what it is. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I I really don't have much else to say about the proposal. I enjoy it. It's not it one that I've watched repeatedly. Um, it's a it's a fun watch, uh, especially for Betty White. I think Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock are good together. I think if anything, they're they're too similar, and it makes it hard to, like kind of hard to watch at times. But
1: I think the only thing that made it hard to watch for me was the fact that like Sandra Bullock was like we're gonna fake being in a relationship, and then proceeded to fight every second that she was being like asked to fake being in a relationship. Yeah. Where he was like, we have to kiss, and she's like, oh! It's like she knew this was going to come up, Sandra Bullock, at least
2: once. Well, you're
0: the yeah. one blackmailing me. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Like, and I don't know. It's like, whenever they had their own moments, like mm-hmm. in the room, they'd were they it, 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 they'd have their conversations mm-hmm. or mini fights in private, and that stuff just, like, it all fell flat for me. Even, oh. even the physical comedy, where, like, they run into each other naked. Mm-hmm. Because I, I could see the obviously, they want you to see the build up a mile away. And mm. it was one of those things where it's like every second it took longer to happen than what I felt it needed to. It was just like, oh, come on, oh, come on, oh, come on. And then and then you know, once it finally happened, it was like that's all that happened, even though they you know, they literally fell on top of each other. and it's like mm-hmm. how, you know, it's like how how much more embarrassing can that be, but it took mm. so long to get there. That it was like huh, okay. Did you want like, <laughs> like an
1: American Pie moment where like Betty White then walked in the door, followed by
2: the dad and the mom with like honestly, again? if it was just one of the family members walked in on them, by <laughs> you know, like that would have made it a little bit like better. she was looking for the dog. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, it, it's like something like that. But that's not what happened. It was just they bumped into each other, and it was just embarrassing for both of them, not anybody else.
1: I'm rewriting the you scene. Know? Betty White walks in and doesn't freak out grabs the baby maker blanket, throws on top and moonwalks out of it. That's the new scene in my head.
2: I like that. Oh, (laughs) but by the way, I also looked up comedies that came out in, uh, in 2009 and it's really Mm -hmm. hit or miss. Like it's really hit or miss. Um, Land of the Lost with, with, you know, Will Ferrell, couples retreat, the ugly truth, funny Mm -hmm. people, fantastic. Mr. Fox. I love you, man. Fanboys, the hangover. I could go on. But like Bruno, the men that stare, the 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 the, 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 the men who stare at goats I and Paul like Cop movie.
0: Who are you talking about? Uh,
2: Paul brought Mark Cop. Two thousand nine comedies. Oh, two thousand nine comedies. It, it was a really hit or miss year for comedies.
0: Yeah,
2: really hit or miss year one that came out in two thousand nine. I, I forgot that was, was two thousand five. Holy movie. cow! That was Van Wilder. I thought that came out before then. All right. Oh well
0: So my wife is watching the show on delay And I just heard her shout From the bedroom I love you man Because to this day I'll just go Slap on the bass
1: <laughs> That um, was really one of those quotable movies Though a lot mm-hmm. of people Like clo- quoted that
0: Yeah uh, That's still one that I'll do Like uh, I'll go to my brother-in-law's shows I don't know if he's watching and he's a bass player, so I'll just yell out, slap on the bass, Lou! (laughs) (laughs) And I get, like, a... (laughs) That's a good reaction to that. Um, But... Ah. Yeah.
2: One of my favorite animated movies came out that year. Tell me. Monsters vs. Aliens. You're gonna have to make me watch that you've never seen monsters vs. aliens it had a very
1: distinctly Cowboys versus aliens feel that I was like the premise is there you I've seen the movie uh
0: I've never seen it either um, <laughs> your cynicism I'm assuming I'm assuming xenomorphs sometimes. are in it
2: uh, xenomorphs yeah. monsters Inc. versus uh, xenomorphs. Yeah,
0: versus the xenomorphs yeah.
2: You you guys are looking. I, I want to see Billy. Lost. I want to see that
0: movie now. I want to see Billy Crystal and John Goodman go up against aliens with Ripley.
1: <laughs> Betty White comes in, throws the baby, maker on the moon, walks out. Got it.
2: Yeah. I have to say, Monsters vs. Aliens is probably like one of my top three DreamWorks movies. I really want to watch this now. It's well, on the list. It's, it's on the, on the list.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else about the proposal and Betty White before we wrap this up? Ryan, did you have any other any other problems with the movie? Was that mostly? No, the that was really thing?
1: just it. Yeah.
2: And when it comes to rom coms for me, mm-hmm. anyway, if the two lead actors don't connect for me, mm-hmm. then the whole thing's a wash. Pretty much. I have such a
1: dumb thing. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know that I've like seen a movie and thought like those actors connected because they had that moment in the movie where they like did the fake kiss. And then, like fake kiss turned into like real kiss, and I was like, "Ooh, they like each other." Yes. Yeah, and like it's gotta I, I be, that,
2: yeah, more like like. If you were to watch like You've Got Mail or Sleepless in Seattle, um, or even or or even uh, Runaway Bride or uh, Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. uh, those couplings have great chemistry because obviously they did multiple multiple movies together to, to, to mm-hmm. um, and then when you watch those movies and then you watch one like the, the pr- 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 proposal or leap year
1: mm-hmm.
2: you don't like there's that that chemistry that, that was there with those other films just aren't there for that one and I, I don't know how else to explain it. Is it like you you can picture the
1: actors then being friends like outside of the movie? Like Yeah. They feel like they're like, I don't know, I yeah, I get it.
2: But at the same time I could totally see Ryan Reynolds and uh Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock being friends.
1: For me I really can. For me it was like the moment when he was like singing what was it, It Takes Two on the floor, like that kind of stuff. I really like their chemistry there. Like when she opened up a little bit, like I thought that seemed, seemed pretty genuine.
0: When, when they're not playing off of the, the boss employee relationship, I think that's where their chemistry really shines. Uh, mm-hmm. because th- that, that scene that you're talking about where he starts singing, that's kind of the turning point where they, they kind of yeah. step away from that and start to have more chemistry. But so much of the movie is relying on, she's the boss. He's the employee there's that conflict there. And I think it really like uh, after that point, it kind of shifts and becomes something different and more entertaining to watch because the boss employee thing kind of just gets old after a while.
1: You know, I did though enjoy when it was boss employee relationship, but he was not calling the shots, but when he was essentially like in charge of it where he was like, okay, like, you're gonna make me editor now, or like, oh no, she loves to carry her own luggage. She insists that she does. Yeah, like I, I thought that was really, really funny and cleverly done because I was like, yeah, he's definitely got some power in here too because he has to fake this along with her.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought there were parts of it that were incredibly clever. I think I can get where you're coming from about the whole like lack of chemistry, though, and I wonder yeah. if that's a script thing or if that's an actor thing because it seems like they made her. Like really, like distant, and really like I don't want any of this for like almost too long in the movie.
2: Uh, it, I don't think it has anything to do with the script. It could also mm. just be the fact that I be it could be a number of things. Sure. It could be that maybe I didn't feel like the lines were given to each other, or the way that their mm. body language to each other was right. It could, it could also be the fact that I just don't see those two as a couple. Sure just I don't see those two actors just fitting mm-hmm. it could it it could be that but is it like it had funny parts it was clever there, mm-hmm. there, there were scenes that definitely worked it's just overall it's just one of those kind of things for me
0: yeah no
2: I get it I definitely get it especially because at the end when he like when when like other girl
1: was in the room with him I was like oh okay he's gonna go with her now because he loves her. And like I wasn't like, well, he obviously needs to go get Sandra Bullock. I was like, oh no, he's free. He's like, I didn't. His decision didn't make as much sense to me. So I guess you're. I guess you're right.
2: Well, that's a trope in rom coms. Oh, is it? Occasionally, yes.
1: See, that's something that I wouldn't know. So I mean, yeah. For me, I was like, oh, will they? Won't they? I don't know. I thought it was cool. Yeah. They just oh. didn't like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... I saw
1: the. I saw the chat that people didn't like the gender swap trope. and I liked it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I think it works well. I think it works well for this, this film. I think mm-hmm. the personalities of the 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 known personalities of Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, especially looking at this years later, they're too cl- similar for me that there's an issue with that. Like, I'm fine with them gender swapped. It's just the archetype of character they usually play is so similar that it, it doesn't mesh well.
1: Yeah. I
0: can get that. Um, But yeah, I think that does it for our talk on the proposal and our tribute to Betty White. Uh, I I do want to end the show by saying, if you want to pay tribute to Betty White, the best thing that you can do, uh, we did not really talk about it much on the show. She was a big animal rights activist. So if you're able to donate to your local humane society, um, that's probably the best way you can pay tribute to Betty White. Uh, She spent her whole career fighting for the uh the rights of animals and treatment of animals uh except for that cow in lake placid uh (laughs) um, which is
2: again another reason why her character in that is hysterical
0: (laughs) yeah uh so if you can uh make a donation um help out an animal in need um that being said thank you betty white for 99 years Eh, ah you know what we're gonna round up 100 years of of Greatness. You will be missed. Uh, and thank you for being a friend.
1: Uh, <laughs> nice. On
0: that note, Devin, what are you going to make us watch next week?
1: Ryan. Hey, Ryan. It's going gonna, it's
2: gonna to be McClure. <laughs> I might just boycott the next episode.
1: <laughs> just, just drink plenty. I think you're going to have more fun with it than you think. And... I- there's a TV show, so you can have more to
2: watch afterwards. Yeah. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> I think you're going to like it more than you think.
0: I, I think you are, too, considering uh, who's involved behind the scenes. Because I know you like the other movie of theirs that we watched. Or two of them. I think you wa- I think you like both of the other Who? movies. Uh, you'll find out next week. <laughs> it's the guy the the guys from the lonely island directed it the the one who directed rock star or pop star never Stop, oh. never stopping and uh, yeah hot, and hot rod they directed McGruber.
2: okay okay you i think it's it, a little bit more promising like,
0: yeah that y- much. yorma to <laughs> i think is the his name he directed mcgruber so yay okay. i'm excited we get to watch mcgruber next week um good yeah so that'll be fun uh make sure to Uh, Like us here on Facebook to If you're watching live to make sure you don't miss that episode. Uh, You can also, uh, if you haven't already follow us on our Twitch feed, we're trying to hit 50 followers by the, by uh, March. So Mm -hmm. go ahead and follow us over there. Um, We're very close. We just need a few more. So if you haven't yet, uh, go follow us on Twitch. You can like us on Instagram, For uh, fun stuff, I got something planned for a few weeks from now on Instagram that I need to talk to Devin about um, because it's going to require his help. Uh, You can also listen to You Have to Watch this podcast on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible. Like I just double-checked. We're still on Audible. So you can listen, listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, And until next time, for You Have to Watch this podcast, I'm Alan.
2: I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin.
0: And you've all been pals and confidants. Uh, We will see you next week.